Hey, we want to welcome you to the uh, Be Encouraged podcast. We are so glad that you decided to join us today as we dig just a little bit deeper in our relationship with Christ. Now, I know God has a special word just for you and that this moment right here was ordered by the Lord. We ask you to open your heart, allow the spirit of the Lord to speak to you today and that through this episode, you would be encouraged. Now, if you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, any other podcast platform that you use. Share the episode with someone you love and let 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 God be an encouragement to you throughout the week as well. Now, open your heart today. Be encouraged. It is an absolute pleasure for me to do this show with my daughter, Caitlin Appleton. Uh, she is uh, just a joy and the absolute love of my heart. And I am so glad that we're able to do this together. So uh, look forward to another conversation and another episode of Be Encouraged. We hope you really enjoy it. God bless you. And thanks for joining us. Oh, I forgot I made this note. Oh, you forgot what? I forgot I made this note. Look. It's hard to have love in my heart. I think it was easy for Jesus to have love in his heart when he died. You read that wrong. Oh, you think it was easy for Jesus to have love in his heart when he died on the cross. Hmm, That's a good question. We could talk about it. That's something we can talk about. I saw my Christmas list. (laughs) Christmas list time. (laughs) Well, um, hey, thank you for joining us. This is... Be encouraged, and we are so glad you're here with us. I, of course, am Chris Appleton. This is my daughter, Caitlin Appleton. (laughs) 15-year-old phenom, ladies and gentlemen. Caitlin Appleton, powerful young woman of God. You are not supposed to agree with this. (laughs) Yeah, that's me. I'm a phenom. (laughs) I mean, what am I supposed to say? How dare you? You're just supposed to just say, no, just give give God the glory, not me. Uh, but that's good. I like that. Your self-confidence is uh, important. And, uh, you know, it's a blessing to have you guys here. Uh, we are going to get into the second episode. And, you know, we're just thankful that you, you that's listening right now, have decided to join us. You're, you're important to us. We love you. And uh, we're glad you're here. Do you have anything to say to the person that is listening, Caitlin? Well, I just want to say that, you know, God loves you, and we are here to encourage you. And if you're having a hard time, this that's what this podcast is for, so we're glad you're here. That's great. That's great. And, um, you know, first, before we get into the episode, we want to give a special shout-out to Pastor Jeremy Rodriguez, Yay. right? The reason why, we got a special delivery in the mail. Yes. It was very special. And... We were using, I don't want to say our mics were rinkety, but <laughs> well, they, they they could use rinkety. help, right? So yeah. Pastor Jeremy came to visit, you know, we were working on stuff. And then he's like, are these the mics you're using? I'm like, well, yeah, come on, <laughs> making the best out of what we got. And then the next day, literally. Yeah, literally, actually the next day. It was really good. With a note. Let me, I still have the note here. It says... 
Be encouraged, mighty man and young woman of God. Let this help project your voices on the airwaves and let God use you in a mighty way from Jeremy Rodriguez. So we definitely love you, Pastor Jeremy. Thank you uh, for the mics. It was a huge blessing. And I was actually not expecting it at all. Closer? Okay. (laughs) uh, That was subtle. Very good. Very good. Um, Anyway... As I was rudely interrupted. Oh, yes. Um, I just want to thank you, Pastor Jeremy. This was an amazing blessing, and it will definitely improve our podcast from now on. So I just thank you for making that big sacrifice. Yeah, that's that's a blessing. We definitely appreciate that. Now, um, we are going to get in. First of all, we're... What's We have a show format I usually never do, but my daughter's like, we need I a plan. Need, we I, yeah. I can't do things without having to plan them first. I love it. All right. I just, Good. I don't know. I love, I love planning things. Basically, we've, this is second episode. She's already in charge. I don't get how <laughs> this has happened, but, uh, you know, what that's do usually we do? how it goes. There you go. Here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, so, um, we were going to look at the church website. Yeah. So that's actually why Pastor Jeremy was here. We were going over some, uh, things with the website and, uh, just, he made a ton of awesome improvements. We are looking at it. We we're opening it. Mm-hmm. And just, if you, if you go onto the homepage, okay, the church website is crosswayaz.com. And what we've done, well, is we made the first page and it has all these updated photos from the services and everything. Mm-hmm. If you click them, it goes right to the Instagram. So you can check out the Instagram, follow the Instagram page, all of that, which is awesome. And then it's got a new visitor tab. You click the new visitor tab and well, make sure when you come onto the page, if it's your first time visiting, put your information in there so we can uh, give you updates on the church, different things that are happening, especially if you're in the Phoenix area. We want you to join us and and see what God's going to do. Now, if you scroll down, there's this awesome video. Uh, that I think Pastor Jeremy filmed himself of the worship. And I, every time I see this, I have to like try to click on it or whatever the case, but it is a really awesome, high quality video of worship that happened at the last Amplified Youth. And um, just blessed by it. Um, I don't want to play it because of the song that's on there. And I don't, you know, just copyright thing but um go on there check this out this is there's more i pastor jeremy told me he's gonna do more improvements to this but take some time crosswayaz.com check out the website and the the direction we're headed in of course it's got all the social media if you hit media it's got all the media pages social media and all that that you can follow along we on monday night started what's called revival study live and we're going and we're just basically studying the elements of revival how not only to get into revival but how to sustain revival once you're there and we had Crossway, my daughter would, would uh, you know, contest this as well, mm-hmm. have hit a pocket of revival and God is doing some great things. Mm-hmm. I, I think we're having a Christmas banquet tonight at the church. Oh yeah, that's so exciting. I looked at a text message I got this morning from Pastor Michael, mm. the youth pastor, 
and it said, are we going to have a revival banquet? Oh, so my gosh. <laughs> we, <laughs> we can't even have a banquet without revival yeah. in it. Come on, somebody. Fight, yeah. So it's, it's going to be good. Um, bring your Christmas sweater. And uh, whatever, whatever the case, but uh, we're definitely excited about what God is doing. Um, okay, so that's the uh, that's the church website. I wanted to talk a little bit about that now, um, and of course, we we'll put links and all that on the Be Encouraged Facebook group. Now, um, I just want to say that we're we're thankful that you're here today, and we want to get into some stuff. We want to do, of course, our for our devotional. So, um, we've been a bit, um, delayed on, uh, actually recording this podcast because we've been so busy lately, but we're finally going to get into it and hopefully stay on schedule with it. Yes. 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 So what were we busy with last week? Um, you know, (laughs) you had work, we, and then we had church stuff and then, we had a four-day revival it, last yeah, weekend. It, yeah. Well, it was four services, three days. Yeah. Four, oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, can you? Yeah, that is that's definitely. Do you think that might have been <laughs> yes, a that, reason that we, you know, morning, noon, and night revival yes. for three days straight? Okay. So let's talk a little. I want to hear about the revival from your perspective. Like, okay. can you give me what you were thinking, what you were going through, everything that was happening just from Friday through Sunday night. Okay, well, Friday, Friday night, we got there, and it was just me and my dad because um, uh, there were, like, some, like, miscommunications. So it was just me and my dad. We got there. It was, like, I don't know. It was dark outside, but it was only, like, 6. So I think that's just because it's winter. But we got there, and I was like, my dad automatically starts going around and talking to people, and I'm just like, whoa, I'm, I'm new to this scene. So <laughs> I, tried, I tried getting him to, like, bring me along with him, but he was just on it, like, the whole time. And then he, he went to go make a phone call, and then he was like, oh, hey, you want to come over here with me? And I was like, okay. I thought he wanted to talk to me about something. Then he was like, hey. No, I was just kidding. And I was like, uh, <laughs> what the heck? So I oh went to go sit goodness. down, and I was like, what the heck is going on? But then it automatically, like, when it started, I just felt so comfortable. And I felt like, okay, okay, I feel you. I felt the Holy Spirit moving, and it just automatically calmed me down. I knew why I was there. I knew it was going to happen. Mm. And it just, it was, it was amazing. It was really, it was definitely a revival. You could just, you, there were so many people there that you could just feel them being, you can feel them being filled with the Holy Spirit. And it was just so heavy. And you, it was, it was like cold in the beginning, like temperature wise, but it got really hot because of the Holy Spirit. It was, it was intense. It was definitely something like you had to be there. Wow. Wow. That's uh that's interesting your your take on it. So you you saw me just kind of just start talking to a bunch of people and yeah. you felt kind of like what in the world's going on? Yeah, here? I'm new to that. I really didn't know anybody there. Yeah. And I was exactly. trying to introduce you to people and, and some of the people like I knew when I was super little and I'm not going to recognize them <laughs> that much anymore. <laughs> right, right. Well, but like you. on the last day they automatically felt like my family. Yeah. 
that's that's beautiful. And then the services just got more powerful and more powerful yeah. throughout the throughout the thing, and uh, it was just um, it was beautiful. And I loved it when I went to hand you the mic to lead a song. Oh, and you were deer in the headlights. It was just like you were looking at me like, no, like, no, the, I'm not doing it. What was that? The first day, second day, first night. That was the first night. And, and I was like, oh, my Lord, he's doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> and then you jumped out and you did it, you know, and God moved in a powerful way. And then you started singing something that I've never heard you sing. I, it came out of nowhere. I guess you guys had practiced it another time. I think we practiced it maybe once. And, and she just starts singing, oh, I feel like dancing. Oh, I feel like... I'm just like, where did this come from? This is amazing. <laughs> it was so powerful. And God just anointed it. And, uh, man, it was just a, it was a beautiful time. It was amazing. It was... I just felt like God was just sitting there dancing with me. Mm. Or Jesus. It was it was an amazing feeling. Wow. Wow, that's, that's awesome. Well, the revival was great. The, the word that was was brought forth by the men of God that were there was great and uh we just knew it, it was a big sacrifice for our family especially mm-hmm. you know with uh, you you know being big big guy dancing oh, around really you know hey there's no shame let's talk about this what do you mean there is no shame there is no shame at all but no. you know you did it <laughs> you did it <laughs> what do you mean you know you did it what is this what does this mean I could I can move around for a big guy. Yeah. Surprisingly I enough. I know? was sitting there, I was like, dang, he keeps going. <laughs> he just, it, and then but on the last day his voice was gone. gone. And he was just like he he didn't want to admit it, but I knew you were sore. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I was sore. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, he he used all of all of it. He used all that he had in it. <laughs> all of it. Whatever it is, he used all of it, <laughs> all ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Whatever it was, it was all gone. Uh, yeah. yeah, but, and, you know, on the last night, well, first of all, it was awesome to see Pastor Ruben, you know. That was a blessing. And everything that happened there, it was just, man, it was just so great. And on the last night, my voice was gone. Mm-hmm. And I'm he sitting screaming in screaming during morning service. And, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then I was thinking, okay, maybe the worship team will just start going and uh, they'll be able to just take it and run. I know. <laughs> And that'd be great because I was really, my voice was gone. Yeah. We were sitting there. We were like, Hey, where's they were? I feel like they were like looking at me like, Hey, where's your dad? Yeah. And I was like, I I was trying to hide, to be honest. I was like, man, maybe they'll take, maybe they'll take it and run. I had a feeling you were hiding. Not hiding, but just kind of like hoping that God would just move without Mm -hmm. me, without needing me. And like God would just take it and go. God had a different plan. So pastor Michael comes into the office and looks in and goes, Hey, uh, Pastor Chris, are are you gonna sing with us? And I looked up and I'm like, "All right, Lord." I said, "Yeah, I'm I'm gonna come right now. So I'll I'll be right there, my brother." And uh, went right out, and he's like leading the charge at first. I'm like, "All right, Michael, come on, go run with it." <laughs> and then he goes, "All right," and then he hands the mic. Now you've got a high praise in you. Come on, and I'm like, "All right, here we go." So from there, anything that came out. Mm. I, I felt the fire of the Holy Ghost, but anything that came out was supernatural. Yeah. Because I had no voice. I, it was in the morning. He I literally right after service, I was like, Dad, how are you going to sing worship? And he did it. And I was like, that's there you go. I had no idea. So 
we sang one song, mm-hmm. one song for an hour, and no one in the church knew. I had no clue, actually. And we I was stayed up on there. the same exact song for one hour. That is crazy. And it went by like this. You wouldn't even know that it was an hour. Everybody in the church, people falling slain in the spirit during the mm-hmm. worship. We went for a full hour and only stayed in one song. Wow. Albeit, we slowed it down, sped it back up, mm-hmm. you know, like different things we did within that one song. But that was one song we did for a straight hour. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know how I was singing. I don't even know how I was sh- like saying anything, but um, it, it was it was all like supernatural at that point, like supernatural yeah. flow of the Spirit of God, like definitely war worship. That was like mm-hmm. declaring war. And you know, I was just thinking, like, who who do you want to be in the trenches with? Because a lot of churches today, what they're doing is they're preaching in a way to to bring in people they're they're worshiping in a way to bring in people they're not mm-hmm. they're trying to grow and in actuality we're going to shrink the bible talks about a remnant like there's going to be a great falling away and we have to stay on the cutting edge and say okay we're going to be in a war trench amen do you want to be in a war trench with a hundred you know half-hearted double-minded people or do you want to be in a war trench with five powerful prayer warriors that are focused living holy and living right i'll take the five over the hundred any day come on somebody so so that's um you know that's that's where we are definitely pushing and and seeing revival seeing god do some great things because uh the remnant is rising Mm -hmm. and um so you know that was a that was that was great that we talked about this. I, mm-hmm. I didn't know your perspective from that. I, I figured, <laughs> well, she's a teenager. She probably don't want to follow her old dad around. I I didn't know that. You I know. love meeting new people. So next, <laughs> well, next time, you know, just stay right with me. I was trying. <laughs> I, I move around fast. Yeah, huh? <laughs> my bad. Okay. I look away one time, and he's already on the other corner of the room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey. Praise the Lord. Thank yeah. you. That's good. That's a great conversation. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to move into the devotional part, um, and we are in the devotion of facing discouragement and depression. It's a seven-day reading plan. This is on your Bible app if you guys have it. Yes. And oh. one thing I do want to change about this is not facing it but overcoming it. And I I feel like this is something you can face, but not necessarily something people push to overcome. It's like, yeah, I just, I face my depression. I face my discouragement and, um, you know, they're not really working to overcome it. And, and I, I feel like we, with the power of the cross through the blood of Jesus, we can overcome discouragement and we can overcome depression. It's not something that you just face it's something that you push out of your life. You push it off of you. You wrestle against it, and you take dominion and authority over it. So uh, I'm going to go into this devotion here, and we're going to see if we agree with what it says or not. Come on, somebody. But uh, yes. <laughs> um, this says here that your honest questions before God are legitimate. Now, the question here is why are you disquieted? Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him 
for the help of his countenance. Oh my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of Jordan, from the heights of Hermon, from the hill Mazar. This is Psalms 42, verses 5 through 6. Maybe you're like me. We often ask God a lot of whys. Why is this happening? Why this illness? Why this suffering? Why this trial? Why this loneliness? I believe that these fully transparent, honest questions we ask God are legitimate. We we're suffering and we want to know the reason why, but often God doesn't give us all the answers. So we internalize our questions in the form of discouragement and dejection. David himself wrote, why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and uh, I shall praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. When the soul is cast down and disquieted, this internal discouragement leads to external consequences, grievances and complaints like I'm not happy, my life is miserable, what good is living anyway? But remember this, the problem doesn't disappear when you complain. In fact, it just makes it grow worse. Here's a passage that I hope will encourage you as much as it encourages me. I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I'm corrected. Then the Lord answered me and said, write a vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it for the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, it will speak, and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. That's Habakkuk 2, verses 1 through 3. God's answer to your complaint is that his promises are sure. And if the promise is there, it will surely come as a miracle every day. I've stopped complaining. Because my God is in control. This says this ends by saying, thanks for existing. Now, I uh I can agree with this. I, I can say that this, you know, that there are people that go go through things. I know myself, I've gone through things where, especially when I was younger in the faith, younger in the Lord, where, you know. I would ask God these questions like, why am I going through so much? Why is this so hard? Why is life so, why am I so lonely? Why is this so difficult? How, how could, how could all this happen to me when all I've really tried to do is serve you and, and trust you and believe you? And, and it, it just seems hard. And, and if we don't take that stuff to our prayer closet, it can easily turn into seeds of murmuring and complaining and backbiting and gossip and roots in your heart yeah those roots that that cause you know so we have to take those questions to the prayer closet mm -hmm. not to voices and different people that are going to say well let's just go to the club yeah <laughs> let's just go out let's here go get a drink yeah and yeah. instead of taking it to the prayer closet or taking it to the people that we know are strong in the faith we take it to the wrong voices. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, 
as a teenager myself, sometimes it's difficult having to balance life in general and also being a teenager because it's sometimes it's like being a teenager is like the stages before becoming an adult you're getting ready to enter life it's difficult because sometimes people just forget that you're young still and put a bunch of pressure on you and then life happens sometimes too family troubles financial troubles and it's hard to balance it all but you know God, that's why God says that he's there. Right. And that's why he gives us scripture. And that's why he gives us so many scriptures that encourage us. And that's why he says he wants to be there for us because he knows that life happens and he knows that struggles happen. And that's, he loves us. So obviously he's going to want to be there for us. That's right. Um, Let me ask you, as far as being a teenager, I know that you've had, points in your life where you really struggled hard with with depression mm-hmm. and anxiety and, and those things maybe it's still something that you do have to wrestle against I'm not sure mm-hmm. but how are you working to overcome those what are things that you're doing to overcome those things in your life and in your heart that would be an encouragement to other young people who may listen to this episode what I do since, because I've had I've had many experiences where I just had no clue what to do, and sometimes I just think about like turning in the wrong direction. But what I do is I I read the Bible, and I'm like, okay, God, show me, encourage me, show me what, show me my worth, show me that I don't need to do other things to just feel better in the moment, and. So I pray and I just talk to God about the troubles that I'm feeling in my head. And I, and he just, sometimes he just listens. Sometimes he tells me, like, you know that you have worth. You know that you aren't just some body in the universe. You have a purpose. Wow. And everybody has a purpose. Because God planted everybody in the world for a reason. And sometimes it's just really difficult to remember that. But if you just pray and you read your Bible and you make a a sanctuary space for God and yourself, it just, it makes it a whole lot easier. Mm. And for me, after creating a little space to pray in my closet and after just trusting God and reading my word, um, on repeat, like not just reading it like one day a week, like reading it every day. It's helped me so much mentally and sometimes physically because sometimes I just feel so discouraged physically. Like I just feel lazy and I just don't want to do anything. Like I'm just not okay today. Just reading the word and praying to God, it just lifts me right back up. And that's what I suggest you do. Um, Save up your money if you don't have a hardcover Bible, if you don't like to have a real Bible in your hands, save up your money for it. Mm. And there's a Bible app. You can use that too. You know, there's a bunch of resources you can use as help and as guides because God's not just going to leave you empty-handed. You know, he's going to see that you're struggling. He's going to give you resources. Um, also, talking to people in the church Find a church that you know you can go to. 
and just talk to someone there. Because I'm telling you, people are going to have good advice there. Because some people in the church have really good testimonies It's um, that they can just share with you, and you can see that you're not alone, and you can see that other people have faced the same things you are facing. So they can help you with that. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So even though you're Christian, Mm -hmm. even though you have a prayer closet where you go and you connect with God Mm -hmm. and you read your Bible and you go to church, anxiety and depression are things that still try to come against you. Yes, yes. In a huge way, yes. Because the devil will see how far you're going and how far you've come, and he'll automatically try to destroy that. You know, we've been new. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that's exactly why it's so important to keep your relationship with God on a flow and to go to church because going to church actually really helps you keep your relationship in check because um, seeing other people, like, living for God just makes you, like, okay, I know what I have to do. And I, I God knows. He sees that you're struggling, and he'll he'll do certain things, like he'll, you'll see a scripture on the wall, and it'll remind you of the relationship you had, and you'll be like, okay, well, I got to go back. I can't do this anymore. And the devil will be so angry. He'll, be, he'll do as much as he can to discourage you. Mm. He'll um, plant thoughts in your head that you're not good enough. You, this isn't going to work. You're too young to have a relationship with God. You're too young to be in the church. You're too young. Or he'll be like, you know, do this because just live your life because you won't be young for, uh, for forever. Mm. But that is such a lie from the devil because it doesn't matter how young you are you can still go to hell. <laughs> That's right. It's like you, you can't do that. It's just self-sabotage. And the devil's trying to sabotage you big time. Mm. Yeah, that's, man, that's the truth. And what what happens, though, is a lot of people think that they're now disqualified from doing a work for God because they feel these things. They feel mm-hmm. that depression. They feel that anxiety. They feel those things that come against them. They feel that discouragement. And they feel, how can I be a Christian? How can I be in ministry? How can I sing at church? How can I do this? How can I do that? Mm-hmm. If I'm going through these things in my mind, if I'm going through these things emotionally, you know, and, and they feel disqualified. And, and I just want to let you know today that everybody faces these things. That is such a lie from the devil. And not only do we face it, yeah. but we have the power to overcome it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stay in that pit of despair. You don't have to stay in that emotional pit where maybe even a psychiatrist told you you're going to be like this the rest of your life. Yeah. Oh, this is some, you're going to have to take this medicine in order to stay normal. Mm-hmm. And in, you know, we, we want to let you know today that that's not the case. Mm-hmm. That God, who's trying to be normal anyway? Come on, somebody. Amen. <laughs> I mean, we, we're, we're fire-filled Holy Ghost believers that are walking in power. And, 
you know, the Bible says we're a peculiar people. But here, here's what I want to say. The reason why I'm saying this is you don't necessarily have to believe a report of the doctor. Mm-hmm. You don't have to believe the report of a psychologist. You can believe the report of the Lord. Amen. And you have the power to overcome the, that pit of despair that you're in. You have the power to climb out of it. You have the, you have the power to, to, to rid your life of that darkness. But it's the decisions we make, right? So yes. here Caitlin is saying, hey, I, I feel the anxiety sometimes. I feel the, the depression. I feel that. But I get in my word. I get in my prayer closet. I've built a room. I've built a sanctuary in my, in my house. I, I, there's a place I go to to get back into the light and get the flow going again. And in no way is it time for you that are listening today to stay in that pit of discouragement. It's time to climb out of it and see the salvation of the Lord. Salvation means rescue. Salvation means a place of escape. And God will provide a place of escape out of the pit of despair that we find ourselves in. Yes. Amen. Right when you think those thoughts in your head, Right when you like have those negative thoughts, the devil that the devil has planted in your head, you automatically have to pray. Be like, Father God, take these thoughts from my head. You know these are not mine, and you have to automatically get in the Word. You have to keep it flowing, because if you just let those thoughts fill up in your head and you just let it just bring you down, how are you going to be able to just get back up? It's gonna if you let that happen. It's going to take so much longer to get back up and get back on your feet. That's why you have to snip it in the bud right when you feel those thoughts or you feel that depression coming on to you. You have to, you have to get rid of it, mm. you know, and there are, there are ways to get rid of it. Like you can't, you cannot say, oh, I don't know how, I don't know what I'm doing because God has given you so many resources and he has, he's there He's being there for you. You, you, you have, you, if you have nobody else, you have God and that is all you need. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's beautiful. We, we hope that you find this encouraging and you know that now we have the be encouraged Facebook group. Okay, it's a private group. If you're in there and you know someone that might gain encouragement from being a part of this group, we ask you invite them to the group. Send out invites. You know, get, we want this to to grow, and we want to simply just be an encouragement to people, mm-hmm. and and see a move of God. See see God do something powerful and and something beautiful. Um, now what I will say is that just one second here. Okay. So I'm looking at the Facebook group. That's where we're going to be posting, uh, our episodes Mm -hmm. and we, we want you to be able to share it from there. We'll be posting them publicly as well, but we want you guys to put prayer requests in the group. Yes. We want every week. We want to pray with you. We want to pray, uh, for, for our, our people that are in the be encouraged army, and we want God to raise an army of encouragers mm-hmm. that are ready to climb into the pit of despair with you and help pull you out in the yes. name of Jesus. And and that's where, you know, we've all got to encourage one another, pray with one another, and we and we want to have those prayer requests posted so we can have the prayer team and the, and the prayer army that we have uh, reaching out. So let's build this group. 
Let's build these episodes. Uh, we're going to have a special guest next episode, so we definitely want you guys to join us. And um, I, I think that great things are happening. What's next on your schedule, uh, Caitlin? <laughs> what do we What do we have um, next? So we did devotional. Mm-hmm. We we covered most of the topics. Mm-hmm. So I think we are ready to close. Oh, we're ready to close. Oh, Maybe? okay. See, I'm. I now it's off the rails. Even with the schedule. The Even show is completely good. off the rails, and wow. I just want to. I'm just joking. Wow, I'm absolutely kidding. <laughs> I think the schedule was really good. Mm. You know, it kept us in flow here. I think we here. should do this more often. The schedule I, every week. Every from week. now on. Every week. You're scheduling schedule. this thing out. I am great at scheduling, so I, I think that is a great idea. I concur. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I, I definitely um, appreciate doing these shows with you, doing these episodes, yes. and uh, you are just a a jewel. Oh, thank you. There you go. That's how you're supposed to respond when someone <laughs> says something like, oh, sure, whatever you say. You don't just sit yeah. and, yes, say more, give me more of these compliments. Tell I me mean. how much of a powerhouse phenom I that did. I am. Okay, when I said that, I didn't realize what you were saying at first. Okay. Oh, so you weren't listening. Thank you. No. That makes me feel good, too. Oh, my gosh. I can never say something right. I'm just, yes, you can. Everything you say. And you know what? This is great. I I like how people hear how we, you know, joke around. This is, we're not always super serious. We laugh most of the time. Yeah. It's my mission in life to make her laugh. (laughs) And I'm sure there's dads out there who have teenagers and you probably make attempts to make your teenagers yeah. laugh, and it's probably failed attempts. Most of the time, the time where I laugh at my dad is when he messes up things. <laughs> like he spilled his uh, powder for his coffee this morning. I laughed at him. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yep. But uh, just it's my mission to always make you smile, make yeah. you laugh. I love you so much. I Thank you for doing these episodes with me. And having schedules and everything. It's, it's, <laughs> you're welcome. It's made, it's awesome, really. <laughs> and eventually, this is going to be the Be Encouraged podcast with Caitlin Appleton. She's eventually probably going to take oh. this thing over completely. Um, we'll but, see. you know, we're, we're definitely thankful that you're here with us. And hopefully, you, you smiled. Hopefully, you were encouraged. Hopefully, you laughed a little bit at, yes. primarily at me. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's, uh, definitely, Exciting to be a part of this with my daughter, and we've gone through a lot in our life, and God is, uh, he's a mender of relationships, and he's a mender of hearts, and we just want you to know that if God can do it for us, he can do it for you too. God bless you. We love you. Be encouraged. Be encouraged.